You've done it. After months of emails, invitations, and research, you've just received a call from the agent you've been wanting to work with, and now they want to meet with you. Congratulations! Oh, wait. What exactly does a meeting mean? What do they want to know? What if you say the wrong thing? Oh, my God! Or, OMG, <laughs> what should you wear? <laughs> Here is the opportunity you've been looking for, now turned into a mosh pit of anxiety. <laughs> hang on, hang on, help is on the way. There is no need to sweat. I'm Jeffrey Dreisbach, and I am here to hold your hand and get you through this. Oh yeah, this is Casting Actors Cast, the podcast and video for actors from a casting director. <laughs> it's time for another episode of Casting Actors Cast, insights for actors from a casting director. Here he is, your host, Jeffrey Dreisbach. Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Casting Actors Cast. I'm casting partner Jeffrey Dreisbach with the McCorkle Group in New York. Listen, I am so grateful that you're here today, and I invite you to check out the website on the podcast if you haven't done so already, castingactorscast.alloneword.com, castingactorscast.com. There you can give me your name and email if you so choose, and that's going to open up some freebies for you, and I mean they're free, 100% free, no catch. There's no catch. All you need to do is go to castingactorscast.alloneword.com, fill out the form that says dive in to the talent pool. Get it? Kind of funny. At least I hope it is. Anyway, <laughs> if you do that, it's going to open up those freebies, which is one of a book that I wrote on doing voiceover work called Conversation Pieces Out of the Studio, the voiceover workshop for professional actors. It's a 100-page workshop manual that you're going to probably get a tremendous amount of information on because it's just been a a labor of love, and a lot of people have written to me and told me how much they like the book. And again, that's a 100-page PDF free of charge. The other thing is there is a video that I put. You're not going to find this video anywhere else. It's a private, exclusive video just for signing in to the talent pool, and it's called Casting Secrets, What They Don't Tell You. I'm going to tell you what those casting secrets are in this free 20-minute video. So it's all about getting a like-minded community of professionals and student actors to become more aware, to become more, ooh, here's a good word, cognizant of the profession and the professional arena. And so that's why I've been doing this podcast for a handful of years now with over 100,000 downloads of the podcast. So thank you so much for that. Um, lastly, I just wanted to share that you could leave a review if you like. It would be very, very helpful. iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. Perhaps you might consider sharing this with somebody who could find it useful. Um, or just give me a thumbs up. Give me a review would be so cool. 
anyway, I, you know what I'm talking about. If you've gotten anything out of these podcasts, that's the only thing I ask is that you perhaps consider sharing the love <laughs> just a little bit. All right. Um, finally, my shout out to my good friends at ActorsConnection.com slash New York. Check out their website. All kinds of classes and stuff going on there. All right. Let's jump into the subject today. I kind of had fun doing that opening a little bit because that is kind of the the experience I had when I was acting. And I would get a call from the, the assistant or the secretary or whatever and say, you know what, uh, they'd, we'd like to set up a meeting with you. And it would be like I would try really hard to be really cool. Oh, well, that's great. Thank you very much. I really appreciate uh, your consideration. And, and of course, as soon as I hang up the phone, I got all excited. I peed myself just a little bit. And it was one of those things that you get all excited over like, you know, a cool audition. And then you realize, oh, man, crap, I got to do work. I got to figure this out. I got to kind of understand what the process is all about. And that's what we're going to address today. Now, I know I've done some patios, podcast videos in the past about what takes place at a meeting, that kind of thing. But I'm kind of taking a slightly different point of view. So this is more helpful for those of you who don't really know how to present yourself in that kind of a weird situation, because it is kind of weird. And to understand the psychology behind some of these questions that you might get asked and how you respond can make a really uh, strong impact and can actually lead to a relationship with that particular agent. Or by the way, I'm talking about managers as well. So here are some common questions and answers that are most often asked. So what are the common questions that you get most frequently? First of all, where are you from? <laughs> yeah, that's just a kind of an icebreaker. So where are you from? Uh, where did you go to school? Where did you train? Where did you study? Just starting the ball rolling in these kind of a meetings is just kind of a, a sense of uh, who you are and what you're about. And so clearly it's a really good idea to have not necessarily a prepared answer, but think about how you would respond in the most interesting way. What would be a great way to answer the question and uh, say, provide the information at the same time? For example, I would say, for example, this is something I have said in the past. I said, well, uh, I am uh, was born and raised in a small town in Michigan um, called Dewajack. Um, and the only claim to fame about Dewajack is that we were one of the few families that had eight kids in it. <laughs> so you can see, just by sharing that little piece of information, that kind of makes a connection that's going to help you become remembered. Uh, that's a moment of an icebreaker for those early questions that you might get asked. Of course, where did you train or study? That's also something that you can just ask, answer directly, but you also might want to answer in a way that puts you in a really good light and perhaps even a little sense of humor about the experience, whether it was really, really rewarding or whether there was a lot of trial and error or you started off as a med student and much to your family's chagrin, you decided to go into acting. 
any of those kind of responses are always really, really appreciated because it does take away that sort of nervousness that we have uh, when we go into these meetings. And like I said, it's kind of a cool icebreaker. Here's another question. How did you become interested in performing? What made you decide to become an actor? That's a question that you should expect. And it's not necessarily the information in the answer, but it's how you answer it that can make a really strong impression. Your love of the process of acting, your desire to want to share with others, your interest in changing society, but, you know, whatever that answer is for you, becomes really an important critical component in the agent or manager making a decision about how desirable you are to work together. And that's the whole point of this interview in the first place, right? So you might want to talk about memorable performances. You might want to talk about your career goals, film or television, or you love the stage. Um, and then, of course, you're always going to get this question along the same lines is, tell me a little about yourself. Uh, most people just get sort of freaked out about, tell me a little about yourself. But my tip for that is have an answer. <laughs> uh, make it sound spontaneous, but have an answer. Um, what is interesting about you? What kind of hobbies and interests that you might have. What is inspirational for you? What do you, what was the last book that you read that you thought was really, really cool and you could apply um, yourself to? You know, any of those kind of general interest questions. Again, let's think about this. The reason that you're being asked, tell me a little about yourself, <laughs> is simply a matter of getting more of a sense of who you are. Again, the answer is not important in terms of the specificity, ooh, good word, about your answer, but it's really much more about getting a sense of your intellect, your personality, your energy, all of those things that make you unique, that make you you, those are the reasons why those questions are actually being asked. So oftentimes there's a discussion that takes place during the interview, just just a, a, a chit chat, just a conversation. Um, usually, the information from that are comes from items on your resume. Um, usually, the agent or manager has your resume in front of them, and so they might see an interesting role that you've played, or they might see uh, somebody that you worked with. That's a biggie. They're looking for ways to be connected to you. If you are familiar with a casting director, if you've had classes with some well-known teachers or perhaps some professionals in the industry, all of those things on your resume are little tiny possible checkboxes that provide questions for your agent or manager interview. So please keep that in mind. I, I want to just stress this for a second. The people in the industry you might know that's really, really important. Because if they see that you are known by a casting director, the agent is thinking to themselves, oh my gosh, right. 
That means I don't have to sell you to them. <laughs> that they know of you already is a distinct advantage for that agent or manager to bring you on board. It becomes a really cool motivation. If you've had workshops with four or five casting directors and you really had good relationships and you really got a lot out of the classes or the workshops or whatever it is, that can be a connected piece of information that makes you especially valuable. You might be surprised at this, but um, I know this for a fact, even in casting, I always enjoy reading the special skills. I always enjoy the additional interests that you might have under that special skills category. If you are a juggler, if you tap dance, if you can burp the alphabet. No kidding. There's somebody out there on their resume. I'm not going to name names. They can burp the alphabet. Now, I know that might sound really crude and weird and stupid to you, but let me tell you, sometimes it can really be a fun source of conversation. It really can be. So I'm not asking you to do or say outrageous things under your special skills, but just those things that those hobbies or interests or those additional qualities that make you you somehow can be inserted into that special skills category that make you even more fun, more interesting, and helps the conversation move, frankly. Also, the other thing that is discussed many times between you and the agent is that the agent or manager will oftentimes discuss their philosophy, and they'll also share with you the way that they like to work. There's a a general exchange of common interests uh, in terms of providing you with some information about how they work. So it is an exchange of interests, of philosophy, and ideas. Now, there are some agents that might be kind of off-putting for you because they say, I don't like to be ever called. I'll call you. Don't call me. You might. There are some agencies or managers that like to work that way. Some agents or managers will say, listen, if you haven't heard from me in a couple of weeks, give me a call or send me an email. I'm not really good with phone calls right now. So that's something to consider. If they give you some information about how they like to work, make sure you make a mental or literal note of what they said. Staying true to that request from them is just a professional way to work. Moving on from there, let's just answer the purpose of the meeting. The big elephant in the room is the purpose of the meeting is the agent making a decision in their head um, about whether this is something that they want to pursue. Do they want to work with you? Are they interested in finding out more about you? Do they think it might be a good idea to freelance with you for a while? That's very often the case these days. I have um, yet to hear, although it has happened in the past, but more recently, I have yet to hear of someone having an initial meeting and then suddenly getting signed. Usually there's a discussion with other members in that office. It doesn't just really happen magically like that. So don't have that expectation. But if you know that this is the first step in a series of getting to know each other, uh, that sort of takes a little bit of that burden of that pressure off. And of course, that phrase that you always hear, just be yourself. 
that that's always kind of weird. Uh, I suggest the following. How, being yourself when you're nervous is is just more nervous, right? Because nervousness is part of yourself. <laughs> Here's the thing. Uh, having uh, the subtext of I am um, a valuable talent and with the right person working with me, I know that we can achieve a level of success. If that's your subtext, then that meeting is going to have a professional atmosphere. That meeting is going to have a professional sensibility to it. That's simply going to help you because that becomes a mutual working relationship. So having the chemistry with you and that agent becomes important. The agent is looking for career potential, um, not to sound gross, but if there are job opportunities or acting um, uh, breakdowns they see, and you might fit the bill in some of those breakdowns they've seen recently, that's a very highly motivating thing for that agent because they can then start well, collecting their fees, their percentage, because of the amount of work that's out there. So career potential is a business decision. It is not a, a an emotional one for many, many agents. Now, I know agents who really don't like their client on a personal level. They would never spend any time on a personal level with their clients. And then there are some agents who really like having a more personal relationship with their clients. So, you know, to each his own. But that also means you. Do you want to have a personal relationship or are you really much more comfortable keeping it professional? That is equally valid as well. So that's the reason why this meeting is taking place, is both of you have an opportunity simply to make an assessment about whether this could be a good, positive working relationship. All right, now let's move on from there. These are some questions that I know have been asked by actors, and these are questions not to ask. Be careful, because sometimes you think asking a question is going to make you seem more professional or make you seem kind of with it, <laughs> make you seem kind of uh, aware of how it all works, and maybe you do and maybe you don't. But uh, here are some questions not to ask. How many actors do you represent? that does not serve you at all. Let's take a quick example of this. So um, I'm the agent and I'm going to be the actor. So the actor says, I say to the agent, so uh, I'd love to know how many clients do you represent? How many actors do you have on your list? And then the agent says 150. What does that information do for you? Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Does that mean you're going to get no attention? Does that mean you're going to get more attention than you thought? You see, having the answer doesn't do anything for you. What matters is that you grow and develop a professional relationship with the agent or the manager that's representing you. It's irrelevant how many people they represent. Representing you is a unique choice for them, and that's the way you need to look at it. So don't think that it's a way of kind of getting into their good graces because you're asking those kinds of questions. Now, some I know some really wonderful, lovely agents out there that just tell you. Um, you don't even have to ask. 
but it's what you do with that information. Be careful not to make too many conclusions based on the information you're given. Here's another question not to ask. How often do you think I'm going to get out, get some auditions? How often do you think you'll be able to send me out? Now, see, that's a variable that just changes like the weather. <laughs> Sometimes it's much more busy. Other times it's not busy at all. Plus, we haven't even discussed what area of interest you are pursuing. Or, importantly, what area of interest are they thinking you for? And so how often you're going to be sent out on auditions is not a great question to ask. And it doesn't really serve either of you in the same way about how many do you represent. So that's kind of in the same category in my mind. Um, this is debatable, but I put it down anyway. I wrote this out anyway. What is your best success story? Now, some agents love to talk about their great success story. And sometimes it might feel comfortable to ask that question. Other times, you might be putting that agent or manager on the spot to, to sort of dangle a success you know, story in front of you to try and get you excited to sign with them. Um, and that's kind of manipulative, and I'm not sure that's a great question to ask. So just tread lightly. Um, if it feels like the conversation is going in a really kind of easy conversational story, it's just I'd love to hear about some of your clients' uh, successes. Um, that's okay. But I just wanted to put a cautionary tale there that check your motivation out about that question when or if you ask it. So here are some questions to ask. What's the best way to stay in touch? Each agent or manager has a very specific way they like their talent to stay in touch with them. So the best way to stay in touch, listen to the answer. And if that answer feels appropriate and helpful for you, then do that. Uh, it's really important that you understand the methodology as well as the personality of the person that you're working with. Also, as the meeting winds up, it's important to discuss next steps. What happens next? What would be the next best step for us? It might be an offer to freelance. It might be an offer to come back and meet the other members in the office. It might be, I'll be in touch. Um, I'm making an assessment about our clients that we currently have, and we'll see if you're a good fit. Any of those responses are absolutely natural and normal. Try not to draw any conclusions one way or the other. It's just about making a good professional impression. That is the only point of a first meeting. Get it? Listen, your accomplishments, your career goals, and your potential are interpreted by the agent. Remember that it is just a meeting. It is just a moment in time. And then hopefully, one of many that's going to come. You're not just going to have one meeting for the rest of your life. Every opportunity that you have is something to embrace and to enjoy and to come with a open heart and uh, an excited sense of the future that may be in front of you. I hope that this has been helpful for you. Please let me know if it has. Please also, if you have any questions, my email address, Jeff, sorry, I always give the wrong email address, castingactorscast at gmail.com. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Jeffrey Dreisbach. You've been listening to Casting Actors Cast. We'll see you next time.
Please don't forget to review, like, and share Casting Actors Cast wherever you get your patios, podcast videos. Thanks. I'm Megan Grace Martinez.